Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Mark Walters not here today. It is yours truly, Andy Hoosier, filling in for the great Mark Walters on a pre-Friday celebration. We'll take it. Hey, excited to be back in the chair here, moving the Armed American Radio Ranch, AAR Ranch, out to the city of Wichita, Kansas. Really excited to be back behind the microphone. It's been a little bit since we've been able to host the show. So I'm excited. Great to be with you. And welcome aboard as Greg hanging out down in Dallas, Texas as well. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Uh, not too much. And since you're here, I have to do this. Do you have a ranch? Hold on a second. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's Got right. to yeah. get it out of the way. <laughs> we got to get it out of the way. We've moved the ranch now to Wichita. I like that. I th- I'm thinking now with my stuff and building my... Hoosier Media Studio for my show as well that's growing. We might have to create the Hoosier Media Ranch. There you well, go. Or the Reason, the Reason Ranch, the Ranch of Reason. Yeah. I, I think there's plenty of opportunity to play with those words to make it sound appropriate, but I think you are on to, on to something there. We're on to something there. I love it. Welcome into it. It is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Mark Walters out today and tomorrow, so yours truly is here. Where is Mark? I don't even, he's traveling somewhere. Arizona. I don't even know. Oh, he's going to Arizona. Yeah, he's got I a, wonder uh, if he's going to get matching tattoos again. Uh, I don't know, but he is uh, giving <laughs> some kind of a speech tomorrow on the town square. He's stumping on the soapbox for the Second Amendment uh, for a specific group. I forget all the details. Okay, yeah, traveling out to Arizona. Well, if he's going to go out there, he gets to enjoy, I guess, warmer weather during the pretend winter and spring that we're having right now. Yeah. And uh, I hope he gets a matching tattoo with somebody. So nonetheless, there's a lot to talk about tomorrow. We may have a guest actually on the program, the uh, NRA liaison for the mid America region, my neck of the woods, Kansas, Colorado, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Missouri, this area, Travis Couture, love lady. I've had him on this show and my show locally in Kansas multiple times. He's a great friend, former state representative as well. And uh, obviously now Mark's talked about this issue on the program before, with State Representative uh, Rebecca Schmoy talking about the constitutional amendment that we're working on here in Kansas. But I want to get him on to talk about it from his perspective as the NRA rep and uh, talk about some other issues going on around the Mid-America region. So we may have him on the program tomorrow. I will confirm as we go along here. But dude, I tell you what, Greg, I am honestly surprised that there are so many gun stories going on in an election season, because normally they kind of back off a little bit, but they're all over the place right now. Yeah, well, you know, you got to have that fear ramped up and you've got to get all the lunatics out there that didn't get a good historical lesson or constitutional lesson in high school. So they're out there just ranting and raving and throwing peak dust on the Constitution in the uh, the halls of Congress and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just another election, election, election year. I'll get it out. Yeah, just kind of doing what we do. So that being said, let's talk about obviously the big story of the day. I'm assuming that Mark talked about this on the program a bit yesterday. 
with the shooting that happened in Kansas City during the parade of right. the Kansas City Chiefs. Big news all uh, still nonstop all over Fox News, all over the local headlines here in Kansas. That's all everybody's talking about. There's no other news. <laughs> Apparently, that's no other things going on in the world right now other than the Kansas City Chiefs and their shooting which there are a few things to take away, both Second Amendment-related and non-Second Amendment-related. Can I just throw it out there on the social side of things, not necessarily the gun conversation side before we get into this issue, that the players of the Kansas City Chiefs, while congratulations to them for winning the Super Bowl, were not and are not acting the most responsible in this situation, or just in the parade in general, can we come to that basic conclusion or assumption here? Did you watch the parade at all? Did not. Pay attention to it? I have no did idea not. what you're talking about. I did not watch it. Yeah. Okay. Well, normally it wouldn't be a big thing for a national story. It would be a local thing. You know, obviously the big team wins. They want to celebrate. So usually the football team that wins the Super Bowl has a major parade that goes through their hometown, you know, the week after the Super Bowl to be able to celebrate. So, yep. like tradition, the Kansas City Chiefs have their big parade in Kansas City. And I, I got to say, you know, Travis Kelsey, who is the boyfriend of Taylor Swift, which is now apparently his new identity. He's no longer <sighs> a superstar yeah. player from the NFL, but boyfriend of Tra- of Taylor Swift, was so um, enumerated with adult beverages, we'll put it that way, that Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback, had to hold him up on the stage at the at the Union Station where the parade ended and the party began, had to hold him up because he was falling down. He was so enumerated with the adult beverages. Mm, now, he, was, he was punk and drublick, huh? Yeah, yeah. Now, that being said, this is the same guy that got into the face of the coach and yelled and screamed at him and then apologized for that. He's the same one that looks like a bit of a partier, which you're really seeing a bit of a contrast. I have... I, I will say I'm not a sports guy. People that know me, I don't follow football. The Super Bowl is the one game of year that I actually pay attention to. But I will say that Patrick Mahomes, I really like, not just for his athletic ability, because obviously he's a really great quarterback, but I really like Patrick Mahomes because he is a faith-based individual. He's got his family. He's got a wonderful wife. He's got his three kids. And even after the game, while they were up accepting the trophy for the Super Bowl, he wasn't out there hooting and hollering, singing and dancing, partying like the other kids as a 27-year-old quarterback. He was there holding his little daughter and watching the confetti and having a good time with his family. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like Patrick Mahomes, not just for his athleticism, but for just who he is and kind of the, the level-headedness that he seems to have, at least in public, which is good. That's what you're supposed to have, right? That is the leadership that you're supposed to have in this situation. Travis Kelsey, on the other hand, the guy that is now apparently, and I don't know if you've seen this, Greg, he is now between him and, and Taylor Swift together. They are supposed to be or about to be the richest celebrity couple in the country oh, between wow. those two. Well, boy, <laughs> let me let, let me uh, let me trip over myself really caring here. Oh, no, exactly. Right. So it's like this all, is the guy that's all, out partying heavy. All and of this th- is the guy that was drunk at the parade badly to where he couldn't even stand on stage straight. And apparently there's now criticism of him because he continued the party even after the shooting happened for hours on end throughout the night uh, into that night. So this guy apparently just is living the luxury life of celebrityhood with his new girlfriend and the celebrity status that he has not giving a care in the world about what the public opinion is about him. Yeah, this uh, we shouldn't know any of this because why does anybody care? Uh, why does anybody care? It, it's it's 
Well, it's because it's, you know, bread and circuses. Everybody that doesn't pay attention to politics pays attention to this stuff. And uh, how useful does that make these people in fighting tyranny? It, it, it makes them zero bit useful because they're actually the pawns that the, the, ty- the tyrants are using against those of us that are like, yeah, this is tyranny. And then you've got these idiots out there just getting drunk on their parade boats and uh, not really caring about what's going on as long as they get to celebrate their Super Bowl and go home to their mansion and fly their private jet back to the mansion, you know, while the rest of us are supposed to eat bugs and live in the pod. Well, that's exactly it. Yeah. And he just apparently don't care about the people. And you're right, the people that to, that love these individuals to like that celebrity status and follow them idly, they're the ones buying the tabloid magazines at the end of the grocery store when you see like Jennifer Lopez is pregnant with an alien. Like that's that's the kind of garbage you see with those tabloid newspapers, and they eat this kind of stuff up. That being said, I will say for the younger generation and the message that we're supposed to send them with the positive message, with the leadership, with the high, you know, the high status and the, you know, you're a kid, you can do everything, the world's your oyster kind of thing, that Travis Kelsey is not that type of role model that we want to see. And it's very unfortunate that he's like that. Nonetheless, that's my non-two-way reflection of what happened at the parade now we are starting to get a little bit of news coming out of what actually happened at the parade where at first they didn't know what was going on all we knew was that there were two shooters and that one person died we now find out that 22 people have been injured many of them in critical condition so some could pass still here in the next day or two that both individuals have been apprehended and arrested there actually three one of them however they think is the one that actually stopped the shooting a Wichita man, where I'm coming from here, that ended up tackling the shooter to stop the shooting that that, that was going on. And if that's the case, I applaud you, my friend. Well done. You are the unsung hero of the day by tackling a shooter to stop the madness from what was going on. And Other than that, we don't know any other details. At first, they believed this was gang-related. Then they thought this might be terrorist-related because of, guess it, Greg? an assault-style weapon that was used in the shooting. Now they believe it was nothing more than juveniles, two juveniles that were arrested that had the firearms that were in a personal dispute. So law enforcement's trying to assure people that it was not terrorist-related and potentially gang-related, but it wasn't as well any type of naysayer. See, I thought it was either going to be someone who really, really hated the Kansas City Chiefs or it was going to be a personal dispute. And it's coming down to either a personal dispute or some gang-related event with two juveniles that are now in custody. What does this mean moving forward? Because this is a ridiculous story. I can't believe that this is happening all over again. And you can imagine the agenda that's coming out from the other side of the aisle. We'll do that when we come back. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Stay right here. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, precision. I love it, Daniel Defense. Go and check those guys out. Welcome back into it. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Yours truly, Andy Hoosier, filling in for the great Mark Walters, traveling out to the great state of AZ. 
Speaking of Arizona, do you really think, speculation, Greg, do you think that Kerry Lake's going to be that VP pick for Donald Trump? I know it's coming up close. I didn't. Uh, they just have like somewhat of a, a, a pre-announcement announcement at Mar-a-Lago just within the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming. I think the excitement, everybody's lingering. We'll I don't see. think it's going to be Kerry Lake, though, but uh, it would be nice. Uh, I think I think it's going to be somebody else that was running for president, but we'll see. Interesting. I'm still leaning towards Christy Nome. That is my prediction. That's what I'm putting my money on. If I had money to gamble on this type of situation, we'll see. Uh, definitely some interesting speculation. By the way, Greg, I was going through and remind individuals, if you could, pretty please, on the chat, I got on my uh, Telegram to check out all the events going on there because there's already a lot of chat going on, so welcome everybody to it. But if they want to be part of that conversation, how can they do so? Uh, Yeah, if you'd like to join our chat, all you have to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Yeah, and I love how people are already creating lots of memes of me yeah. on there. So it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> awesome. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. And the VOR, see, they're coming up with great names. The Rancher Reason, the VOR Ranch, you know, sitting in at the AAR Ranch. I I love it all. I and love I, it all. So that's awesome. I like the and meme nice that's, photos, the that's just below that one that says another Taylor Swift update. So you spent the whole first <laughs> segment talking about Taylor Swift and here we are. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we're sick and tired of hearing about Taylor Swift. At the same time, she is uh, an interesting character nonetheless. And and not really. She dominates the well. Not really. Okay, she's not. She's not interesting in the sense that she's actually interesting. She's interesting in the sense that she's so uninteresting that people make her interesting. No, 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 sense. no. It's it's interesting that they're using her for the psyop. That's what's interesting. Other than that, Taylor Swift is vanilla Coke. She is so boring. She is so drab. She's got the longest record of songs uh, that reflect her poor poor choice in men. And uh, that's that that goes for her supporting Joe Biden in 20. And if she does it again, this election cycle, again, another proof positive that she can't pick men for anything. And Travis Kelsey is just the next song waiting to happen. Well, that is very true. I do have to say that probably the best things I saw on the Internet this week were all the memes of Travis Kelsey yelling at the coach <sighs> about I put me back in the game or Taylor stuff's going to break up with me. Yeah, and, uh, the memes were hilarious. Yeah. So well done on that. Uh, speaking of. All right. As we look at the shooting that happened in Kansas City and we are starting to get a little bit of detail coming out of this, we found out that it's a personal dispute. Two out of the three that were arrested are juveniles. One of them potentially was the one that ended up stopping the shooting by tackling the shooter, which kudos to you on that, a Wichita individual nonetheless. But there's a bigger question here is this seems to happen a lot at large gatherings. Now, obviously, large gatherings happen in big cities. Big cities have a lot of high crime rates. Crime uh, crime rates are happening coincidentally in places where they already have really high gun regulations in those areas as well. Are we seeing an end to large gatherings in society. No. At least ones that are not in like security venues where you have security teams actually be able to go through, but open air venues where it's just people gather for a parade, for example, on the side of the street. Are we seeing an end to these? Because it seems like the vast majority of some of these quote unquote mass shootings are happening at those types of venues. I think that those uh, incidents are being highlighted um, I don't think that they are 
seemingly happening more at these kinds of uh, uh, venues. I think it's just they're being highlighted more. I think a lot more things happen than we know about and that make the media cycle. I think the important thing to know is um, what we're not being told should tell us everything we need to know about the perpetrators of this. And I really hope that the Good Samaritan does not turn out to be another Daniel Penny case uh, in Kansas this time in St. Louis. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's the coincidences lining up of similarities of things happening across this country and the United States when it comes to uh, equal application of the law and due process of the law are really, really getting stark to where yeah. from the lowest of people, the common citizen up to ex-presidents cannot get fair trials, cannot get fair media coverage. And cannot seem to um, be judged by a blind lady justice. Everything is weighted scales and everything is uh, proportionally uh, heavy towards uh, the cause that they want to push in the media narrative. And we are we are seeing ourselves watching our democracy be torn to shreds right now. And they are shopping judges that are idiots like Judge Engeron in uh, in Trump's case and uh, like a few other judges that are overseeing cases that are, are fraudulently brought against President Trump. Um, yeah. And the justice system essentially is, is no longer a trustworthy, which probably never was to begin with. But at least sometimes people got fair shakes when they deserved them. Um and it's it's really, really starting to tear at the fabric of this nation as to, well, if there's no justice for nobody or for the people that uh, there should be justice for, then what what are we to do next? Yeah. Well, it just shows never let a crisis go to waste, right? I, I mean, that's, that's what we're at right now. And, I, and that's, again, when we talk about potentially seeing the end of mass gatherings because of an incident like this, this is going to be. What they push, are we going to ever see another Super Bowl parade, whether it's in Kansas City or somewhere else next year after the Super Bowl? Will we see another major Super Bowl parade because of a potential shooting scenario? Obviously, the Democrats are taking advantage of this, pushing some type of gun control measure in a city that already has really high gun measures in place already in those areas. But gang related issues, crime related issues. I saw a post on the chat right now asking, have we figured out what race that the individual is? Now, that shouldn't matter. That shouldn't matter. At the same time, you know that if it's not a white Republican individual that's in there, then it's probably not going to be mentioned in the mainstream media. But they're going to use this opportunity to scare you into a few different things. Number one, they're going to scare you into the fact that, well, you're in an open-ended public area with no restrictions and the guns are going to be out there because guns scary and therefore guns are going to come get you and you never know what's going to happen. And they're going to scare you into another gun measure. And number two... They're going to continue to try to isolate us. Remember, divide and conquer is the mentality that Democrats use oh so well uh, in their agenda, because if we're not gathering together and as like minded individuals to show some form of unity, then, of course, they're going to find a way to divide us. Joe Biden came out with that same type of statement, which we'll read when we come back from the break, because his obviously is advocating for more gun control measures. Never let the crisis go to waste. Always find an opportunity to go after the uh, the the issue in some way and trying to show how unifying 
And that sports is. Now, as you know, sports isn't necessarily the most unifying thing in today's age because everything's so politicized, but that's the agenda that they're going after. And if this is the public venue, they want you to be fearful of going out into public so you can stay isolated without the human interaction so we can control the dialogue, we can control the narrative, we can control the regulation, and you can't do anything about it. Very fascinating. We'll talk some more about that when we come back right around the corner. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Stay right here. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, it is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense filling in for Mark Walters. I am Andy Hoosier. You can find Mark on his website, armedamericanradio.org. As always, you can find my information at hoosierreason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R reason.com. No, I am Hoosier. Uh, HoosierReason.com, become a Hoosier-holic. You like that, Greg? A Hoosier, yeah, you can become a Hoosier-holic. Oh, like Hoosier-holic, huh? A Hoosier-holic, that's right. Well done. <laughs> yeah, so you can become a Hoosier-holic. I highly recommend it, too. We kind of updated my website just a little bit, kind of made it a little more organized. We're adding some more features soon, and I really need to. Mark doesn't know this, but as him and I obviously work closely together on all of our fun projects and our shows and so on and so forth, I am going to put a link to his website on my website. Oh, well, I'm going to do that not only nice for Armed you. American Radio, but also Armed American News that he has as well. So I'm going to put a link on, on the website so that way we can start doing some cross promotion on those. And uh, so that'll be coming soon. Mark doesn't know that yet. So surprise, Mark. We're going to work a little bit more together, hopefully. <laughs> it's a, I am excited about all that because we love working together and I love being able to promote it. So who's your reason dot com armed American radio dot org. And you can check us all out. It's also on the social media. I am notorious for posting political memes. That's that's my thing. Just memes. Not a whole lot of content, just memes. And you can find that again at Who's Your Reason on all these social media sites. All right, so never let a crisis go to waste. Seems to be the motto of the Democrat Party. What they love to do. There's an opportunity here. There's a crisis. They don't say the thoughts and prayers because they're like, oh, thoughts and prayers don't do anything. We need action. Government, do something. Now, I'd like to remind you that Kansas City being one of the larger cities in the nation, is already a city that has lots of government regulation on gun control. They already don't allow many firearms there. So a quote-unquote assault-style weapon is something that is already in place, as far as I'm aware, in Kansas City. And if that's the case, then how in the world did an individual get a quote-unquote assault-style weapon in the city of Kansas City to go to Union Station, which is the train station where they end up having the party like they did last year for the Super Bowl. Nonetheless, that is the opportunity that's done by Democrats. The official statement from Joe Biden, I know that many people don't care because you're going to gloss over it and be like, wow, this is a really stupid statement. But I want to read this to you because, again, they never miss a beat, man. They never, they know exactly how to campaign on this. And I'm shocked, honestly. I've told this to Mark before on the program the last few weeks. I am shocked and how much they're focusing on Second Amendment issues during an election season when usually 
they back off on those issues because normally it's a very unpopular topic to talk about during an election season unless something like this happens. According to TheGuardian.com, here's the official statement that Joe Biden released last night after the shooting. Quote, the Super Bowl is the most unifying event in America. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I want to stop right there. Greg, the Super Bowl is the most unifying event in America. Did you watch the Super Bowl this year? I did. I was up here running uh, running the Mark show, and uh, I was watching the Super Bowl. And uh, I could definitely tell a divide between Chiefs and Niners fans. Hmm. Now, okay, I mean, sports competition, sports division is healthy. You're supposed to have that, just like, you know, the healthy competition during the Olympics when you support, or at least you're supposed to root for the U.S. of A. I mean, sports competition's healthy, even though Democrats say it's unhealthy to have any type of competition at all. But that's healthy. But they want unifying. I I don't know. It's supposed to be. They're right. But I don't know that it is. After some of the ads that ran, after some of the confrontational, you know, whatever that happens during the Super Bowl. I don't know that it is. It's supposed to be, but they've kind of turned it into not to be the most unifying. Nonetheless, the Super Bowl is the most unifying event in America. Nothing brings more of us together, except for maybe an election or something. I don't know. The celebration of a Super Bowl win is a moment that brings a joy that can't be matched to the winning team and their supporters. For this Joy to be turned into tragedy today in Kansas City cuts deep in the American soul. Today's events should move us, shock us, shame us into acting. What are we waiting for? What else do we need to see? How many more families need to be torn apart? Are the questions that Joe Biden asks in his statement. He goes on. Biden goes on to outline the kind of weapons, uh, weapons bans that he's calling for. Quote, it is time to act. Here it is, Greg. It's time to act right now. Got to be scared. That's mm. where I stand. And I ask the country to stand with me to make your voice heard in Congress so we can finally act to ban assault weapons, to limit high-capacity magazines, strengthen background checks, keep guns out of the hands of those who have no business owning them or handling them. Today, on a day that marked six years since the Parkland shooting, we learned that three police officers were shot in the line of duty in Washington, D.C., and another school shooting that took place in Benjamin Mays High School in Atlanta, Georgia. Yesterday marked one year since the shooting at Michigan State University. We've now had more mass shootings in 2024 than there have been in the... Uh, there, that's Hold on here. That's Joe Biden writing it. Hold on. We've now had more <laughs> mass shootings in 2024 than there have been days in the year. Okay, I got you now. The U.S. president wrapped up by saying, quote, Jill and I pray for those killed and injured today in Kansas City and for our country to find the to to find the resolve to end this senseless epidemic of gun violence tearing us at the seams. End quote. Mm. Wow. Okay, A lot to break down there. First off, it's time to act. That is where I stand, according to Joe Biden. And I ask the country to stand with me to take your voice to Congress and finally act to ban assault weapons, to limit high capacity magazines, strengthen background checks, keep guns out of the hands of those who have no business owning them or handling them. Let's just tackle that for a second, shall we? Kansas City, obviously one of the bigger cities, has, again, gun regulations already. I don't know. Greg, do you have an understanding of what an assault weapon 
actually is. I, I still don't know the definition of what an assault weapon really is. They have not been able to define a assault weapon and an assault weapon, and they uh, they typically lean towards anything that is uh, black and scary looking with accessories that could be conceived as used for military use. So in other words, if we allow anything that looks scary and military-like, that's an assault weapon. And if you have one, then people around you will probably get shot. We're all going to die because of you! Basically, if you've got a foregrip, if you've got a uh, any glass on it, if you've got any kind of a light on it or laser, if you have any kind of sights other than iron... Uh, if you have any kind of a, a stock that uh, is maybe um, uh, uh, um, uh, movable or detaching or you've got a pistol grip on there, scary assault weapon. That's basically their, their definition. Okay. Point number two, strengthen background checks. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not quite sure what a, how you can strengthen a background check. If you have a background check, then you've, had a background check, haven't you? I mean, I don't know. Can you beef it up? Can you do like two background checks? Can no, you do a no, no, background no. Check? You know this is universal. They want to background check private sales. They want people to take them to FFLs, which an FFL is an unconstitutional license to begin with, uh, paired with the unconstitutional background check. So they want more unconstitutional legislation. Well, of course. But I mean... If you're going to say, let's just uh, background check everybody for everything, then you should say that instead of strengthening background checks. Because to me, that sounds like we're going to beef them up a little bit. Hey, hey, we should do two background checks. So we're going to check not just your criminal record and see if you have one. We're also going to check your medical records. We're going to check your social media posts. We're going to check everything else that maybe we're going to do a full around observation. We are going to study you like you've never been studied. We know the times that you go and um, kiss your wife or your spouse in some way. That's what they want to do. Along with uh, trying to keep them out of the hands of those who have no business owning or handling them, we can see that that's worked oh so well with the regulations that we already have in effect from shooters that have already had criminal records, people that have been dishonorably discharged out of the military, that already had red flags on their records, that still were able to go in and legally purchase firearms that the government did nothing about. So, so glad you guys are working on correcting your system that is already a complete failure. we got lots more to get to right here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Stay here. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. It is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. It's so wonderful to have you with us here on a pre-Friday celebration. Greg, we just carpe diem all over this place, right? Uh, sure. Sure. That's <laughs> what I say on my show every single day. Got to stay positive, the eternal optimist here. On the radio waves, always love the, the opportunity to sit in for Mark while he's traveling, doing his thing. Mark, we love you to death, brother, and so happy to be able to be on here and uh, given the opportunity to have some fun talking about some two-way issues. I know I've focused the majority of the program on this Kansas City shooting. Obviously, a big deal going on right now, especially in my neck of the woods as I hail from Wichita, Kansas. But it is a bigger issue, obviously, not just from the letter that Joe Biden released yesterday 
advocating pushing for new gun control measures. But I don't know if you've noticed the Democrats have almost and I say almost given up trying to pass gun regulation policy at the federal level. They've backed off quite a bit on it because, number one, we have the Republican House representatives that will not pass any type of gun regulation. And we have a relatively conservative Supreme Court right now at the federal level that will not pass any gun regulation. And they won't allow any of it. In fact, they've made some big decisions over the past couple of years that have gone backwards on gun restrictions that Democrats don't like. So according to the Wall Street Journal, the new focus has been the states and states doing their individual thing. Now, again, we need to have a constitutional history lesson here on the roles of the states and the roles of the federal government, because they're right in the sense that the states should have the power to make their own policies on what they want to based on federalism and the 10th Amendment. However, there's also another amendment in there that says that there are a few things that you cannot try to touch or infringe upon, which is called the Second Amendment. And, of course, the Second Amendment Foundation and so many other great organizations nationwide focus and try and battle that fight on a daily basis right now. But we saw what happened in New Mexico just a few months ago with them trying to ban things. We see Maine apparently trying to. Michigan, we'll talk about that tomorrow on the program, I think, a little bit. Michigan is now ready to implement some major gun restrictions in the state uh, with Gretchen Whitmer, the radical left Democrat governor in the state of Michigan, and potential Joe Biden replacement on the presidential ticket when Operation Joe Biden falls down the stairs while trying to tie his shoe ends up commencing. You like that name? I I, I coined it myself, Greg. Oh, well, mighty clever of you. <laughs> I uh, I coined that one myself. Operation Joe Biden tripped down the stairs while trying to tie his shoe. The accident that Joe Biden's going to have for him to have to be removed and either invoke the 25th Amendment or to remove him off the ballot because he's not mentally capable of actually doing his job. Nonetheless, the focus has been now the statewide level. So let's take this shooting for in Kansas City as an example. Kansas City, for those that don't know that live in other parts of the nation, Kansas City is one of those odd cities that is like split halfway between the Kansas border And the Missouri border. And technically, the Kansas City Chiefs are on the Missouri side of the aisle, but we still accept them and adopt them here in the state of Kansas, and we say that they're actually ours. So that battle continues on uh, with Kansas City. Nonetheless, it makes it into an interesting position when you have both Missouri and Kansas that are relatively favorable to gun rights in both of their states. In fact, Missouri's up there, but Kansas really ranks in the top three nationwide for some of the best gun rights in the entire nation. So, of course, while the mayor of Kansas City, Quentin Lucas, a very left-wing Democrat, is going to be out there parading about how we need to pass gun regulation at a state level in both states, Missouri and Kansas, he's going to fail to acknowledge that within his own city limits, gun regulations are relatively stringent. But Democrats nationwide, while they continue to never understand what failing policy actually looks like, they're going to focus at the state levels, which is why you see candidates for governor or candidates for attorney general or candidates for the state legislature in the state, wherever you may be right now. That's what they're going to focus on and talk about, because they're going to hype this up and say, look at that, a public event. We should be having a great time. This great unifying message, this great unifying time for the community, for something like a Super Bowl parade. Look at the shooting that happened. This is uncalled for even though it may be two juveniles, even though it may be a personal vendetta, and even though it could potentially even be gang-related, we now have to pass more gun measures at a state level since the federal government is unwilling to do something about it. Now, this is a time when last year in 2023, Congress got 
almost reprimanded, but got accused by the media of being the most do-nothing Congress in American history, passing the least amount of legislation in like 80 years or 90 years or something with the least amount of bills actually going through because of the stagnation with a Republican House and a Democrat Senate. And the media railing on them. Look at that. We only passed like 12 bills in the entire year. Now, Greg, I don't know about you, but I think that's a good thing, isn't it? Uh, 12 is too many. (laughs) 12 is too many. And we're on a great start this year as well in 2024 because we haven't really passed anything right now as well. So we're off to a fantastic start in this year as well. But this is going to be the arson. Prepare yourselves. Now that we're going into election season and you not only see presidential campaign ads in the campaign trail, And as the primaries get closer in your state, fill in the blank, wherever that may be uh, for your primary process, that you're going to start seeing as at a local level about how the states have to take matters into their hands. Now, I would like to remind you that apparently states are not allowed to take those matters into their own hands when it comes to like, I don't know, immigration, like Texas putting up a fence down at the southern border or putting buoys in the water or something. But when it comes to guns, by golly, the states have to do, quote unquote, something because the federal government won't act. And while Joe Biden did his little pitch for, you know, the federal government's got to do something, call your members of Congress, let's do this common sense gun reform, blah, 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 blah. While we hear all that garbage, the campaigns at the local level will be, we have to take matters into our hands because look at the children, look at the shootings, look at what's going on. They will never reference gangs, crime from illegal immigrants, crime in general in certain communities, and the mental health epidemic that we're going through right now. None of that will be mentioned, obviously, and for obvious reasons. What they will mention is that gun crimes are on the rise in cities where crimes or where guns are already essentially banned or heavily restricted, and they're now going to say, our policy is not doing it enough. We now have to expand it to a statewide level. We now have to have the entire state to it because we as a city can only do so much. It's kind of like the message that they like to say is, Socialism has never been fully tried. So if we would just become more socialist, if we would just have a, a more pure style of socialism, then it would work great. We just have to go further down the road and all of a sudden it would work great. They're going to use that same tactic for the gun argument right now because nothing else is working. Well, and gonna, if yeah, go ahead. I was going to say they're going to have to get 37, 36 states to go along with it or they're going to have to get 36 states uh, in order to pass legislation that they think should be passed. And they've yes. got 26 that are currently constitutional carries, so good luck with getting that majority uh, in order to pass a constitutional amendment on the federal level. To go the other way. Yep. Exactly, yeah, it's it's not going to work. Yeah, good luck with that, but that's going to be their next message. If we can change policy at a state level and we get enough states to pass the policy at a state level, then we can propose a constitutional amendment through a convention of states uh, style to try and go after the federal government in order to pass government uh, some type of gun regulation. It's not going to work. And just like the pipe dream they have on everything else is going to fail absolutely miserable, like you said, when we have 26 states nationwide, over half of the nation that has constitutional carry with more coming on board uh, throughout the next few years, that they're in the wrong here. However... That's their next focus, just like they've done with attorney generals and the legal side with George Soros funding so many local candidates all over the nation that's changing the legal system. That's their next focus, changing gun policy at a local and statewide level to affect the national side. That does it for us today. We're back at it again tomorrow, filling in for the great Mark Walters. I am Andy Hoosier. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. 
So hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, as he says, always stay armed and be aware of what's going on around you. We will see you on the radio tomorrow. Your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh.